0: so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
1: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
2: This season of Strong Opinions Loosely Held is brought to you by Spotify. If you're a fan of our show, check out Good as Hell. It's a new spotlight by Spotify in partnership with Refinery29. On Good As Hell, you can hear host Lizzo as she talks with the leading ladies of rap about breaking down barriers. And it's more than just a podcast. It is really a safe space for all women in music. Spotlight also gets you way closer to the story, which I think is really cool, with related photos, videos, and animations available with each episode. Good As Hell. It's a new Spotlight, and it's only on Spotify. Hey everyone, I'm Elisa Kreisinger, and we are back with Strong Opinions, Loosely Held, Episode 3. Have you ever spent a Saturday on the couch watching Sex and the City reruns? It's all fun and nostalgic until you come across a scene like this.
0: He's a bisexual. Well, I could have told you that, sweetie. He took you ice skating, for God's sake. I'm not even sure bisexuality exists. I I think it's just a a layover
2: on the way to gay town. And just like that, you're left cringing on the couch, realizing how out of touch sex in the city is. And that's where woke Charlotte comes in. She says everything we wished someone on the show would have said.
0: Bisexuality is a real sexual orientation. It's not just a phase, and as a sex columnist, you have a responsibility to educate yourself on queer issues.
2: That's Chelsea Fairless and her best friend and partner in crime, Lauren Garoni. They created Woke Charlotte. The two friends started cataloging every outfit on Sex and the City on their aptly named Instagram account, Every Outfit on Sex and the City. They paired some of the best and some of the most outrageous outfits on the show with witty commentary. But as their account grew, Lauren and Chelsea also began to talk back to some of the more problematic elements of the show. Using screencaps, the account takes classic Samantha moments like this.
0: I am paying a fortune to live in a neighborhood that's trendy by day and tranny by night.
2: And screen caps Charlotte responding with this. The correct term is trans, and trans sex workers
1: deserve respect. After all, they're not the ones who are gentrifying the neighborhood. Please check your
2: cisgender privilege, Samantha. Instead of this, which was in the show,
1: tranny
0: transsexuals, chicks with dicks, boobs on top, balls down below. I don't care.
1: And we could just say, hey, that's racist and classist and sexist, but somehow it's
2: not. It's just not as funny to do that. And their fans loved it. Suddenly, Charlotte became the account's intersectional feminist mouthpiece. Instagram allows us to kind
1: of take these yeah i would say microaggressions we feel towards sex in the city and and sort of deal with them
2: (laughs) here's my conversation with meme makers chelsea fairless and lauren garoni of woke charlotte
0: so we were trying to sort of like look for a way to address those things but have it not come from our perspective literally i mean of course we created
1: the meme but she speaks through us but she is not she is not us
0: yeah Yeah, it just seems so much funnier coming from Charlotte, you know.
1: Totally. Why did you choose Charlotte to be the woke one? I mean, it's been a progression. You know, we started the account in summer of 2016. The election was a few months after that. We had some feelings about it. Um, Certainly, if you're a fan of Sex and the City, you know that Donald Trump is not only referenced from the first episode. That's how Mr. Big is classified as a younger Donald Trump, but also Donald Trump makes an appearance in an episode. Listen
2: then. I've got to go. Yeah, good. Think about it. Yeah. I'll be at
1: my office at Trumptown. Good. Episode. So we would post these things and then we would get slammed for being too political and we would do kind of more politically focused posts, let's say, not even, but through the eyes of Miranda, which seemed like a great choice. And there would be a, a response to that. We would do it through Carrie. And so I think there was this idea with us of who, okay, who is the least likely to say anything political? And it would be someone like Charlotte. Well, it's Carrie and Samantha that say the most problematic stuff on the show, I would say, overall.
0: So it had to be, like, not them, just so we could sort of appropriate those scenes, you know?
1: Sure. And, I mean, Charlotte gets tagged with being, quote-unquote, Pollyanna-ish, but she is the most... fervent. You know, she has this passion. You know, you see that when she was trying to get pregnant, when she was converting to Judaism. So the alignment of those two things, her her passion for the social causes that she did take on the show mixed with this social justice warrior language seemed to be perfect. I was saying to Chelsea a couple of weeks ago, I said, do you think we've spent 10,000 hours watching Sex in the City? Oh, God. She said, oh, God, I hope not, as you can hear her saying now. So... To your point of how do we think of these things, unfortunately, they're already in our head.
2: Is it just kind of memory recall or you're already watching the show in reruns or like you have a meeting where you're like, all right, let's get this week's memes up and going. I, I wish we were as official to have a, uh, meetings like that. Yeah. Well, OK. For, we still watch the
1: show. So, it, you know, it's pretty obvious. Um, well, now we have no choice but to watch the show. But yeah. To, <laughs> well, there's that. To answer your question, I think it's a mixture of our, our two skill sets. Usually Chelsea will have the initial moment she's thinking of, and she goes, where is this from? And then I will usually remember what episode it's from and and sort of pull out screen caps for her. And then it's just a a back and forth. So that top image is always something that was actually said on the show. We don't change it. We don't do anything. Uh, And then the response is Charlotte, and it's usually Charlotte in the moment right after
2: that the character has said something, and then that is the thing that we write. I just want to read you one of my favorite ones again. This is Charlotte talking to Bunny, who is Trey, her first husband's mom. Bunny, Trey's mom, says, I don't enjoy Mandarin food and I don't enjoy a Mandarin child. And Charlotte responds in woke Charlotte fashion. And I don't enjoy white supremacy, especially when it comes from within my own family. With all due respect, fuck off, Bunny. (laughs) How long did it take for you to write that two sentences (laughs) that is a response to Bunny. How much editing? How much time? Oh, God. Does it just know. come like natural? 20, 20 you're that minutes good. or something? I mean... Oh, my God. Well, it's because... I mean, yes
0: and no. It, it depends on what... It, I mean, I can't recall specifically, but I'm just saying oh, generally. Oh, okay. I <laughs> um
1: I'm sure the initial thing took 20 minutes. I believe that's that was our Thanksgiving post. And that was one of the first memories, again, when we did... Well, Charlotte, it was something where we we're like, oh, this is funny. And then there was a huge response. And it was like, OK, you know, what are these memorable moments? And certainly that bunny one was like, oh, we have to do that. And we were saving it for Thanksgiving because mm. it just seemed, you know, something about awkward family interaction seemed to work mm-hmm. with uh, Thanksgiving. Yeah, I think it initially took about maybe 20 minutes, but maybe the adding a of fuck off bunny was was an addition <laughs> at the end. We might have been weighing that. Right. (laughs) Yeah, well, because Charlotte had to hold a lot in that that character,
0: you know, whether it was Bunny telling her that she didn't support her child or...
1: In the most passive-aggressive, racist way
0: ever. Or her just having to deal with horrible guys that treat her like shit, you know, on the show and sort of keeping that in. Like, we've seen Charlotte through a lot of sort of scenarios where she isn't maybe as vocal or mad as she should be. So
1: she is seen as this prude as this Pollyanna-ish character, but in having to rewatch it as it's now kind of our job, um, she behind Samantha kind of has the most varied sexual appetite, oddly enough, certainly more than than Carrie's.
2: You mentioned earlier, you know, we watch Sex and the City now because it's our job. Is this, in fact, your job? You guys don't do this for a living, do you? <laughs> no. I mean, I guess
0: it's it's more so our responsibility. We need to be on top of things. But no, it's, it is not literally our job. What do you guys do for a living, if you don't mind me asking? Sure.
1: Um, I'm a designer. I have a, a line called Female Trouble. We both met at the Parsons School of Design in an independent major. Chelsea went off and became a fashion editor for V-Files. I was a, a writer on and off, and we both made our way to Los Angeles. So I'm a, I'm a writer and director. And so certainly that factors into the account. I mean, if you look online, there are plenty of Sex and the City fan accounts. I would like to think that it's the writing that we did and the reading of the outfits, which comes from the way that Chelsea and I speak to each other. It's how we spoke about fashion. And when we graduated from college, there wasn't really a place for a sarcastic tone in fashion. It was either, you know, you were making fun of fashion or you loved it and had really no no criticism about it. Or it was a formal criticism. And so kind of in the intervening five or six years since we graduated college, Meme culture, comedy, and, and high fashion has sort of all collapsed into each other. So,
2: again, the account started as a joke. Every outfit on Sex and the City was a joke. Yeah. I yes.
1: Mean, maybe there were some cocktails involved, and Chelsea sort of said, you, you know what website I wish there was? I wish there was a website that had every outfit of, of Sex and the City because, you know, there are books and you would research images, but there wasn't this comprehensive guide of every single right. outfit. And I said, you know, it's 2016. That would be on Instagram. And then, you know, within an hour, we basically started the account. Chelsea and I have both worked in, in social media and sort of influencer marketing and have been a part of stuff like that. But we can say this organically grew beyond what we could possibly
2: imagine. So where did the, the idea and then demand for Woke Charlotte come from out of every outfit? like, How did that jump happen? We noticed
0: that when we started writing about sort of hot-button issues through Carrie's voice, through the voice of her column, you know, I couldn't help but wonder,
1: like, you know... Oh, yeah, we did one about uh, Weinstein and one about Donna Karen because she was wearing a Donna Karen dress, and... Yeah, and
0: because we did it through Carrie's voice, I don't know, we got so much less shit from the commenters. Like, it was... It was great. So we were like, oh, this is fabulous. If it's coming from a character and not from us, then it's just sort of accepted or something.
1: There was this mini genre going on 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 Instagram where people seemed to really enjoy that. So we were like, "Okay, that's a format that really works. And I always enjoy stuff that kind of blends. Is this real? Is this not real? Which a lot of people uh, wonder. And then some salty people love to comment. "Um,
2: Charlotte didn't actually say this. Yeah. And we're like, we know. Like, trust me. (laughs) So I noticed that Kristen Davis, who plays Charlotte on Sex and the City, comments on the Woke Charlotte account. What did it feel like to see that come in?
0: Kristen Davis is amazing. I mean, uh, to your question, yes, we, of course we were excited. She's been, you know, she's reposted stuff that we posted before. She's always been very supportive of the account. We admire all the humanitarian work that she does. Um, yeah. She's the best. Love her.
2: And are you able to make money off of the account at all? Or like, is it just a passion project for you guys? It's a tricky topic,
1: again, as people that have worked in fashion and marketing. There's obviously a a gray line when it comes to copyright. I mean, we've done uh, basically merchandise related to the account. We don't do anything illustrative based, but more tech space so that's something that we do that kind of supports us and that's something we're, we're kind of figuring out right now I mean we started the account again not even two years ago and it started as a joke and 2017 was like okay well how far can we sort of take this and we started exploring newer content and you know now with the beginning of Woke Charlotte with original content um, but yeah there seems to be I think we're getting comfortable with the idea that people seem to respond to our voice. And so we're sort of exploring projects that deal with that, that are more original work, kind of away from every outfit. But we'll always do every outfit until there's
2: no more outfits to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Are there days where you just hate being a meme maker and hate being in the space and regret ever having gotten into every outfit and woke Charlotte? Chelsea, Chelsea, how do you refer to yourself
1: sometimes?
0: (laughs) Okay, I do not call myself a meme lord. Um, I think you do call yourself a meme lord. Never have I ever called myself a meme lord. No, I mean, I only would as a joke, obviously. I mean, if we don't feel like posting, we don't post. So that's, you know.
1: So I suppose in that way it, it isn't a job because if we don't feel like doing it, we don't do it.
0: Yeah, so if those when those days come, we're just like, okay, not today. Not today,
1: Satan. Not today, Carrie. You know, when we came out of the gate, we had a lot of, pun intended, fire and fury in us. And there were a lot of like, oh, that outfit, that outfit I hated. Oh, that outfit was ridiculous. That that, that. And we sort of built up this audience that um, wanted us to be willfully bitchy about all the outfits and that's certainly part of us but it's not you know completely us and there are some outfits that we genuinely love and we don't have anything bitchy to say so it sort of forced us to look at other ways to use that voice that resonated with people in kind of new and in different ways and certainly writing certainly the the political sociopolitical things that fell out last year caused us to you know, write things about Donna Karan, Harvey Weinstein, and Carrie's voice as they naturally fit in, and then yeah, that led to to woke Charlotte. It's certainly larger than we ever expected, and to have, you know, we as a as a joke, and in our minds, we posted like. Ha ha ha, this is, we got our hands on the script to Sex in the City 3. Ha ha ha. And then, you know, but it's how, what we thought should happen in the movie. And people were, you know, it didn't read like, ha ha ha. It read like, hey guys, we got our hands on the copy of Sex in the City 3. This is what it says, you know, as if it was an exclusive. And people were like, is this true? Is this what's happening? And then, you know, Sarah Jessica Parker wrote, yep, yeah, that's the studio draft. Great job, guys. And so we confuse people so much. And, yeah, I think we've really, you know, focused and f- felt more confident in, in our writing skills. So, you know, Woke Charlotte was the first in what can be labeled as, I mean, if not a parody character, certainly an original character. So I will say that we're we're sort of.
2: Focusing on, on that. Do you think that this will lead to a career change for you guys? Is that something that you guys see for yourselves or that you want? We would
0: do sponsored content if it made sense and could. we could do something funny with it, I guess. But uh, we yeah. don't have aspirations to be professional meme makers. Oh, you were about to not. say meme lords. I was you not.
2: You were about
1: to say meme lords. No, we didn't. No. No, I mean, we're... Look, if we were in our early 20s, which, again, you know, we've talked about, like, when do we reveal ourselves on the account? No, mm-hmm. never, never. Never, never. It's a real it's a real Wizard of Oz situation. But, um, you know, maybe if we were in our early 20s, that would be a goal. But I also think part of the su- success of the account is, you know, Chelsea and I, in, in different ways, were in that world um, throughout our 20s. But as we've exited our our 20s or some of us are about to exit our 20s it's um it's less of a focus in every interview we we do and this is sort of our first audio interview we do you know, we give praise to Patricia Field because if it wasn't for her work, we we wouldn't have an account. We wouldn't ha- really have anything to talk about, even when we're talking shit. We're doing it lovingly. Yeah,
0: yeah. Patricia Field, being the costume designer of Sex in the City, she's incredible, a genius. Love her. She doesn't get enough credit, I don't think, for the to the extent of which she changed. Not just American fashion, but fashion, just the way people dress, you know?
1: It's very lovely for you to make this seem like this was some grand scheme that we had, and I wish I could say that. Like, yeah, we we're going we're gonna to get them in with the outfits, and then we're going to whip a little <laughs> message at them, and then we're you know, going to build our sartorial empire. But, you know, I, I think what people are seeing now, and it's wonderful that's resonating, but more of who Chelsea and I are as, as, as people, as much as we can convey that through an account, that's a meme account that's about outfits, that's about sex in the city. So it's a prism within a prism within a prism that we're sort of feeding our, our, our views through. But yeah, it, it, it's resonated very well. And then there's also been critiques and some of which we haven't been able to address because of the a- anonymity that we enjoy with the account. So, Like what? You know, we're certainly not unaware of the fact that we're two white creators using the word woke for woke Charlotte, and that rubs people the wrong—some people the wrong way. Mm -hmm. I think as we do future work, we'll be able to address that more accurately, but, you know, again, it's a three-sentence meme. We can't really get into the nuance of everything because on top of it, it's also supposed to be funny and also supposed to be about sex in the city, so—
2: I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Chelsea Fairless and her best friend and partner in crime, Lauren Garoni. Now, most people say don't at me, but I would really like for you to at me your strong opinions, so tweet me at popcultpirate, or slide into my DMs on Instagram, I'm at at popculturepirate, and if there's a particular point in this podcast that you really like, screen cap it, throw it up on your stories, and tag us. I hope you'll keep listening through to the other episodes this season, if you're looking for another awesome podcast to listen to, check out the call with my friend Erica Williams-Simon that she makes her Man Repeller. It's awesome. I think you'll really like it. And if you want more Strong Opinions Loosely Held video content, like perhaps our long form video series, head to our Facebook watch page called Strong Opinions Loosely Held. Our episode today was produced by the wonderful Julia Alsap with help from the very buff Jay Brunson. It was edited by the awesome David Zuckerman and myself. And keep listening, because there's another episode after this. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel
0: style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus,